Welcome to 2022. Welcome to production night. We are back. Oh my gosh. Yay. So glad to be back. So glad to be recording. Unfortunately, right now we're on Zoom due to the two weeks virtually, but it's okay because I'm joined by a very, very special co-host. Hi, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you, Sarah. Um, My name is Eugenie. I am a first-year journalism major and a staff writer for the news section and the arts and culture section of the Daily Aztec. Oh my gosh. And how are you liking the Daily Aztec? I absolutely love it. When I initially came on the campus, I felt so out of place. And then I met some people from the Daily Aztec and started writing for them. And I've just really found my family there. It's really awesome. I love all the people that work on the Daily Aztec. We have a really great team at the Daily Aztec. I love all of them dearly. I'm so sad to see some of them go. Some of them are graduating. We have so many seniors. I know. I feel like there are so many great seniors to like get mentorship from. So I'm really, really sad to see that they're going to be gone. <laughs> right. I, I just, I can't believe it. It's crazy. And they talk about it like, we're going to be gone in May. Can you believe that? And it's like, it's not May yet. Can we slow down a little bit? <laughs> like, don't rush it. We're not ready to get rid of you yet. No. But I know, I know they're going to move on to do great things. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They're, they already have these great jobs and everything like that. I just hope that they stay in touch. You know, I hope that they come back and they're like, yeah, this is what my life is now. Well, I hope so too. I mean, we've seen how easy social media can make it to keep in touch with people. So, you know, very true. Just hoping they remember us in their glory days. (laughs) Exactly. Remember the little people when you get rich and famous. Okay, guys. (laughs) (laughs) And so... I remember that we talked about this, but you recently switched over to journalism, right? I did, yes. This is my first semester as a journalism major, well, pre-major. I was initially in education, but then I started writing for the Daily Aztec, and I realized that I liked that a whole lot more than teaching. Not that there's anything wrong with teaching. I love teachers. I come from a family of teachers. Yeah, It's just that writing and presenting the news was so much more my speed. Yeah. And I'm so happy about the change. That's great. Something just clicked, right? It really, really did. I just found a groove whenever I started writing for the Daily Aztec specifically. And it just, it felt like it fit and like all the pieces were coming together. That's great. I am so happy that you feel that way. I felt the same way too. And we work in such a great environment that we get to do that, we get to write, and we work with such great editors and stuff like that. So I'm really happy for you that, you know, you were like, oh, thank you. You know, you're a great writer. I absolutely love your stuff. So you're doing amazing. <laughs> you're doing great. Thank you. Thank you. That really um, means a lot. But besides the Daily Aztec, how is school going? We've been online for these last two weeks. So how has that been an adjustment for you? See, that's an interesting one because when I signed up for my spring classes, even before they announced that we were going to be online for these first two weeks, a lot of them were online already. And there wasn't many other options for like an in-person class for a lot of my classes. So Not much is going to change for me come February 7th, whenever the virtual ends, Um, but it's definitely 
definitely been a struggle doing my first like asynchronous online classes. You need a lot of time management for them. Yes, you do. Those can be a real pain in the butt. <laughs> exactly. And I started a new job on top of my other job. So there's there's a lot going on right now. Ugh, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah, I have a job too. And it's, it's really kicking my butt. But you know what? We're managing, right? <laughs> We're getting through it. Exactly. Somehow, one way or another, I'm getting through it. And you are getting through it. We'll all get through it. We'll get through it. Summer will be here before we know it. Oh, God. I don't even want to think about summer yet. I can hardly think about, like, what I'm going to eat for dinner tonight. What a mood. What a mood. And with that, do you want to take us in to the first article that we have here on Production Night? I would love to. This first article is by Jaden Brandit, and she is a senior staff writer. And she's writing about students responding to Professor Casper's political tweets. So it seems like San Diego State made national news in December when Dr. Monica J. Casper, a sociology professor and dean of the College of Arts and Letters, tweeted her opinion on December 1st on what she called the rights agenda and was called out by conservative students at SDSU in a statement released December 26th. I guess that this story made its way to Fox News and other conservative websites. The tweet read, just so we're clear on the rights agenda, racism good, abortion bad, money good, women bad, capitalism good, sustainability bad, stupidity good, science bad, power good, equality bad, white people good, non-white people bad, stench indeed. That's a mouthful. A lot of people on Twitter replied to Casper with anger, and this was incredibly true for SDSU's chapter of Turning Point USA and Students for Life at SDSU. They called out Dr. Casper as being narrow-minded and unable to participate in productive dialogue. The university had a response to Dr. Casper's tweet and says that many of our conservative-minded communities are pursuing their degrees within the College of Arts and Letters, which of which Dr. Casper is the dean, the statement read. If this is how she feels about conservative students, then her dedication to their success is marred by her highly partial and divisive statements pertaining to them and therefore must be called into question. I think this is interesting. What do you think about this, Sarah? It's really interesting. I was just posting about this on our social media with just a quick Google search of Fox News and SDSU professor, a lot of articles come up. And it's interesting to see all these outlets writing about this particular story. And of course, Jaden Daily Aztec, she did a really good job at telling both sides of the story, talking about the professor and also talking about the students. And I guess this professor spoke out about stuff in the past, which is interesting. And you know, it's it's funny because you don't really hear SDSU on the news that often, you know? And so when it does make news, it's like a big deal. <laughs> well, and especially if the news isn't about sports. Right, exactly. <laughs> but I, sports news, okay, yeah, you can see us in the news pretty often, but anything else, it's like not that common. Yeah, exactly. So, I know that a lot of people who were upset with Dr. Casper's tweets, they were calling for the university to punish her in some way. But honestly, I don't agree with punishing her. Last semester, I took a philosophy course with Dr. Angelo uh, J. Corlett, and we studied his article, Offensophobia. And that was all about how offensive language can't be legally 
or morally, it can't be banned or censored. Right. And Dr. Casper, she wasn't tweeting this saying, oh, at SDSU, we believe. She was tweeting this based on her own beliefs and she wasn't representing the university. Therefore, I feel she was completely in the right to use her First Amendment right. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it. I think it can be like kind of one of those things where if your name is tied to a specific university or a specific organization, then you're speaking on behalf of them all the time. And people forget that it's also just somebody who's speaking from their Twitter account. You know, this wasn't on a SDSU account. This was on her own personal Twitter. So I completely agree with you on SDSU not punishing her because obviously she was just speaking what she thought. And it doesn't seem like she was calling out anybody at SDSU. No, it really didn't. She definitely, I will say that I feel like she was making a lot of generalizations. And so in President Adela de la Torre's statement, she says that she does not support actions that seek to divide us or undermine civic discourse for any reason. And I I agree with that. On one hand, I understand Dr. Casper's right to free speech. But on the other hand, it does seem very aggressive. Yeah. And so I feel like maybe what would have been better to tweet is something to open up that civic discourse and the discussions that President uh, De La Torre talked about in her statement. That is a really good point. I completely agree with you. I did also feel that it was very aggressive, but you're absolutely right. It could have opened a conversation about it. She definitely could have rewarded what she wanted to say. For sure. I'm. This was definitely, definitely something interesting to wake up and see on the news about SDSU. Right. But enough about that. Do you want to take us into talking about all of the lovely packages our multimedia team has been making lately. Absolutely. So before we get into that great job, Jaden, you did a really good job at covering this. You know, she's been my co-host so many times now. She's she's such a great person. I don't think she's graduating. I hope she's not graduating because I'd love to work with her more and love to see more articles from her because she just writes so amazingly well. But yes, let's talk about the latest packages. So <laughs> at the Daily Aztec, we have our wonderful multimedia section and The multimedia videos that's come out in 2022 have been so awesome. The first one that I want to speak about is Lucellus. Her video package, she did a story on this SDSU student who loves editing and art and it's led her to TikTok fame. And her editing the video came out so great with music, with the editing and everything like that. It was such a great package profile. I don't know if you've seen it. Have you seen it? I don't think I have seen this one. Oh, well, spoiler alert. It was amazing. And not only did we get to see a package from Lucellus, but we got to see a package from Karina Bazarte, our wonderful assistant editor for Mundo. She did it on the first Aztec Nights. Have you been to Aztec Nights yet? I have never been to an Aztec Nights. And the only reason I haven't is because I don't drive and I'm a commuter. And I don't want to take the trolley at night. Uh, so no, I've, I've never gone. Yeah. Yeah. Have you gone to any of them? 
I have. I've gotten the chance to cover them a few times, and Associated Students does a really, really good job at putting on these events. Or, they did a really good job at the ones that I went to. I went to a Halloween one, which was amazing. And it's just a lot of fun. So yeah, Karina covered the first Aztec night of 2022. Oh, I'm going to ask you again, have you had the chance to maybe see this one? Yes, I actually did see this one on the social media today. I thought she did an amazing job covering it. Aha, uh-huh, okay. And lastly, Caitlin, our news editor, we can't forget about you. She did a package on students saying, why do why can't we go to basketball games, but we can't have in-person learning? And she got a great amount of interviews. She did a wonderful stand-up. That was her first time ever doing it. And I thought it was like hundredth time. Like she was so professional and so like natural. Did you see this one? That was her first, yes, I did. That was her first stand-up. I had no huh? idea. It- she seemed really like she seemed to be in a like really good flow right so I can't believe that that was her first stand-up yeah yeah it was it was her first one and she she nailed it I also appreciate the fact that she got so many different views on this topic into this package she did a really great job on covering both sides oh absolutely absolutely she covered it all she it was a great package and how do you feel about that you know when when this whole thing came out my friend was texting me and they're like oh you want to go to a basketball game and i'm like oh you think it's weird that we can go to basketball games but we can't go to class in person and she's like what do you mean it's like "Eh." (laughs) i mean right right about that whole thing this entire time i've been like okay sdsu make it make sense because like i've been going to the aztec recreation center to work out and I see people working out pretty hard there you know they're breathing pretty hard but then I can't go to like the main part of the library the love library because that's closed and I can't go sit in a lecture hall for class and I'm like this doesn't make any sense and then the cherry on top of that is when they send out the emails about the basketball games or about the Aztec nights and I'm like but wait a second we aren't supposed to gather, I thought. So it, it really hasn't made a lot of sense to me. It really hasn't. I I just, I couldn't wrap my mind around it. You know, it, especially because I think the announcement came that we're not going to be in person for two weeks. And then right after the basketball game email came in, right? I think that's what happened. Yes, yes, that is what happened. It's kind of like a salt in the wound a little bit there. Right? Yeah. So, you know, it really doesn't make any sense. But, you know, then they go and they tell us that you have to be boosted and they're making strict laws to get in the Aztec, even into Viejas Arena. So I think it's just one of those things that nobody knows what they're doing. I think it's a he said, she said kind of thing that from one person they say, oh, yeah, go ahead. And from another person, they're like, oh, no, you can't do that. So I think they're trying the best that they can to, you know, keep up and keep everybody safe. But at the same time, maybe they just have poor timing. I don't know. But anyway, with that, let's get off the controversial topics of being a person. (laughs) We're almost in person again, guys. The two weeks are going to be over soon. We got an email that said, yeah, we're coming back. So cross your fingers. Hopefully it sticks. But with that, do you want to take us in to the next story? It's It sounds like a really, really cool show. So want to talk about it? 
Yes, I am so excited about this one. And when you told me I would be talking about this, I got really, really excited. Okay, good. So Christina Lombardo, our assistant arts and culture editor, wrote all about the How I Met Your Mother reboot called How I Met Your Father. Okay, I am obsessed with this show and I just started it last night. It's on Hulu right now and it's starring Hilary Duff. I love her. But basically, How I Met Your Father is kind of like How I Met Your Mother. Um, as you follow around Hilary Duff's character, Sophia, through her dating misadventures. And it's just so fun. And it's really heartfelt. And you don't have to think. I love shows where I don't have to think super, super hard. And it just allows me to have that little bit of escapism. What do you think? Have you have you watched this one? I did. I just watched it before we started the podcast. I love it. I, I thought it was so great. It gave me such strong How I Met Your Mother vibes. Like, it's no time has passed and you're watching How I Met Your Mother again. It's such a great show. I love the characters. I love the plot. I watched all three episodes in one sitting. It was amazing. And of course, you know, they kept some of the key features of How I Met Your Mother. So, it is such a great show. I, too, am also obsessed. Okay, I, I, I have to admit something. I've never seen How I Met Your Mother. The reason why I decided I was going to watch this one was purely because Hilary Duff starring as the main character. (laughs) So, yes, Hilary Duff. So I went into this knowing nothing except for the fact that Hilary Duff would be in it. Well. And I've been very pleased by that. Well, that's great. For somebody who's seen How I Met Your Mother, like I was saying, strong How I Met Your Mother vibes. So, but hey, you know what? It's okay. While you're waiting for new episodes of How I Met Your Father, you can just watch How I Met Your Mother because it's also on Hulu. So win-win right there. I guess I'll have to start watching How I Met Your Mother so I can get what you're talking about. You'll love it. If you like How I Met Your Father, you're going to like How I Met Your Mother more. It's, It's the same vibe. But yeah, so there's going to be 10 new episodes. It's going to be released every Tuesday. I don't know how I can do that because I grew up in a time where you can just play everything all at once. So waiting for it is kind of a bummer. (laughs) You know what? I kind of enjoy when shows do like a slow release because it's such a nostalgic thing, especially in the era of Netflix and streaming where you can just watch a whole show in one day and then you're done with it. I like this slow burn love that a lot of these production companies and streaming services are doing like making us have now yeah it it feels a lot easier to watch without the overwhelming feeling of needing to binge I don't know I'm a fan of it maybe I'm just old school no I get what you're saying I mean and I think that streaming services also kind of got in their head that they can do that instead of releasing it all at once and also it gives people a reason to come back You know, they don't just see it once and it's over with. Exactly. Just like how they're doing uh, HBO, Max is doing with the hit series Euphoria. Yeah. They've been doing also a once a week release and they've been doing an amazing job with their ratings. So obviously it works. Exactly. Exactly. Same with Disney Plus. I don't know if you watch Loki or Falcon and the Winter Soldier or WandaVision, but those were all slow releases and it kept me coming back every week because I need to find out what happened so for sure now do you want to talk to us about your featured opinion of the week yes oh my gosh of course so this is my favorite section of production night it's called the featured opinion of the week where I go and I highlight one of the wonderful opinion 
pieces that we have here of the Daily Aztec. And this one is about Mamba Mentality Lives On in the Hearts of Kobe Bryant. This is by Sumaya Wigner. She's one of our new staff writers here at the Daily Aztec. She's wonderful. She's involved with the podcast. You're going to hear her voice soon. So that's really awesome. But of course, you know, this is about Kobe Bryant, who unfortunately it's been two years since he passed. I can't believe it's already been two years. That's... But has it really? It has. So it says having Mamba men means to strive to be the best version of yourself. That is a message Kobe Bryant spread to millions of people around the world, including herself. So she goes on to talk about how his last game was in 2016 before his retirement, and that was the first time she ever watched basketball, and her whole world changed when she watched them. And she says having this mentality, it's t he has taught her to be the best. And you have to work longer, you have to work harder, you have to be better. So it inspired her to pursue a career in sports broadcasting. I love that. <laughs> that's, that's the best kind of story. That is amazing. That's the best kind of stories. And so in honor of him, she wrote a poem. You guys should go and check this out. It's very, very sweet. You know, it talks about his final game. And you know, it's it's such a great tribute to him, you know, and I absolutely love when I first read this, I love the message. Every day it teaches you to be better, you know, like yesterday, okay, I wasn't my best. I have tomorrow, I can, I can do better. Did you get a chance to read this? I did. And I was absolutely floored by this because I, I personally didn't know anything about Kobe Bryant before the unfortunate uh, crash uh, in which he passed. I didn't really know anything about him because I'm not a sports person, yeah. but reading Sumaya's poem and her opinion piece about this, it made me feel really connected and really made, humanized Kobe Bryant for me. And so I, I think she did an amazing job kind of pushing towards this message of always trying your best and how Kobe Bryant has always influenced her to do that. I think she did an amazing job with this one. Yes, she did. So everybody have mamba mentality and you know be your best work hard if you've had a rough day there's always tomorrow it's that mentality and that's i feel is the mentality that we all need to have right now because we're still in a pandemic you know we might talk about going back we might talk about trying to return to this world but covid which i've excessively talked about covid isn't going anywhere it's gonna stay with us for a long time, probably like the flu. So yes, we're not in a lockdown, but we're still trying to recover. It's had a lot of effects on people. People have gone through some really hard times with it. So, you know, having this mentality means a lot right now. Not only that, having this mamba mentality of striving to be the best version of yourself, but also allowing yourself some grace and to have that sense of compassion for yourself because you're right Sarah like you said we are still in a pandemic and things aren't normal so that doesn't necessarily mean that we can hold ourselves to normal standards we still need to have that compassion for ourselves and we need to take care of ourselves ultimately absolutely it's yeah we have to have that on ourselves absolutely I struggle with that I'm very hard on myself I don't know if you're you're ever the same way but I'm very hard on myself to oh <laughs> <No>. yes <laughs> Yes. So you are absolutely right. When at the beginning of the new year, I made a vision board and one of them, one of my, the things on my vision board was to have compassion for myself and to 
make sure to practice self-care. So that's, that's part of my mambo mentality is I'm, I'm trying to hold to that. I'm trying to give myself that compassion. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with how busy that you are, you know, you're so busy already. So of course you're going to come home from work and you're not going to get right into your next assignment because you're tired. You want to go to bed. You've had a day. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? I just have to always remind myself that sometimes it's okay if I just come home and scroll on TikToks for two hours. That can be considered self-care too. It doesn't always have to be some really pretty aesthetic face mask, bubble bath, whatever. It can be as simple as watching your favorite show. Absolutely. Like how I met father. Exactly. (laughs) Or I know that you go for a lot of walks with your dog. You post that on your social media all the time. So that's also your self-care. I do. Yes. So she's actually not my dog. She is my fiance's dog. Her name is Zelda and she is only a year old. She is so big and so goofy. And I I love walking her because she is like my soul sister and she can just go for hours and hours and never get tired. Oh, how cute. I love that. I love that. We're going to, we're going to post a picture. You're going to send me a picture of your dog and I'm going to make sure that we, um, we (laughs) put her on the social media, (laughs) obviously just feature all the dogs. Aye, aye, Captain. (laughs) I just feature all the dogs. Now, with that being said, I, I, I do have to talk about my actual pets, my two guinea pigs. Okay. All right. Yes. Go ahead. They're currently eating hay. I have two. They're both males. One is Franz Ferdinand and the other is Henry VIII. As you can see, I went for a little bit of a historical theme with their names. Yeah. Very cute. You post about them all the time. Very cute. Very cute. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you. Um, We will also put them on the social media, obviously. Guys, we we love pets. (laughs) Daily Aztec emphasizes our mascots. (laughs) They're our mascots, okay? (laughs) Very important. The Daily Aztec pet features. We need to make that a thing. (laughs) I agree. I agree. I feel like the Daily Aztec staff has a ton of pets that could totally, would be great at being featured. (sighs) Okay. I think we're going to make that a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can make that a thing now. I'm the social media manager for the Daily Aztec. So what I can, what I can do now, I have the power. (laughs) So stay tuned guys. We might just have that. Hopefully just watch Trinity or Caitlin's like, no, Sarah, you you don't have the power. (laughs) You can't do that. It's like, but but can I, (laughs) I'm going to do it anyway. No, just kidding. I listen to you guys. I respect you guys. You know that I do. I'm a good employee. (laughs) All right. Well, with that, I think that's all we have to talk about here on the podcast. So, Eugenia, thank you so much for being my co-host. This was fun. Yeah, thank you for having me. I was was super excited about this. I love podcasts. Shout out to My Favorite Murder because that's where my love of podcasts began. So thank you so much for having me. Yes, of course. You are always welcome to come back. I love having people back on the podcast. We have so much fun. This is this is such a great time for everybody. And on one of the podcasts before, I talked about how everybody brings a new perspective when they come on. So it's not the same every time. It's like a different podcast every time, which I love. But yeah, thank you so much for being part of production night guys that's it for us check out our other podcasts that we have spirit sports report is back which i'm so happy about with new hosts daniela and danny D. not their 
label, but hey, I'm going to make that their label. <laughs> but <laughs> they've done such a great job at taking over the sports podcast. The music podcast is getting a revamp and we're going to make that a whole brand new thing. So be ready for that. And also SciPod, that's coming back soon where we get to hear all the science talk from Jessica and Julia. They have a great lineup for you guys. So get ready for that. And with that, I'm going to leave us there. Follow our social media because we have such a great social media person now. (laughs) (laughs) Self-promotion. But yeah, as for that, thank you everybody. I hope that you had as much fun as we did. I'm Sarah Rott, your podcast and social media editor, and I'm joined by Yushini Budnick. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.